Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. We have a good one today. (laughs) We're going to be talking about our top 100 players of the season. This is a new series that we're going to be doing. This is going to be over a five-week period. Why are we doing this series? Because everybody else is bad at this series. ESPN, everybody just wants clicks. They just want to start controversy. There's plenty of data out there to just look at ESPN's old rankings of them doing stupid stuff, which leaves reason for us as the basketball addicts, as true basketball fans, to give you guys a really quality top 100 list of players heading into next season. So, yeah, that's the podcast that we're going to be starting today. And this is a series we'll be doing over five weeks. It's going to be basically two podcasts a week. 10 players at a time. So, yeah, Chris, that's the intro to this. Are you ready to start with number 100? Always ready. All righty. So, number 100, Mr. Irrelevant, is Isaac Okoro. Mr. Hmm. Irrelevant is from the Cleveland Cavaliers. He is small forward, 6'6", rookie last year. Um. So, yeah, that's, that's the guy who's number 100 here. Chris, what do you think about Isaac Okoro? I think he's a bright spot for the Cavaliers. Definitely. I mean, um, he has a lot of potential, a lot of high, he has a high upside. So Mm -hmm. we're just hoping that he turns into what he turns into. So like when it comes to posting him here, it's just because of like, not because of what we know is what we believe could possibly happen. So um, defensive monster definitely has a high upside defensively. Um, Mm -hmm. Not too sure about his scoring right now, um, but uh-huh. the defense win game, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy is a um, scored 9.6 points, didn't have more than one blocker steal, 1.9 assists, three rebounds, 72.6 f- shooting from the free throw line. His stat line is nothing to be like, wow, he does something great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you're definitely hit it on the head. He's a good defender. 6'6", really lanky, really athletic. So he he is looking good in summer league play. He's really putting a lot of pressure to the rim, so that's really uh, nice. So hopefully maybe next year we're thinking that he'll be able to be somebody that can go to the rim and finish at the next level and maybe put up 12 to 13 points but have a higher field goal percentage, right? 
he has the build of a player that can become somebody who's very efficient. Yeah. So that's that's what we're looking for here. That's what we're thinking about what he's going to be next year. So yeah, we had why we have Isaac Okoro, number one hundred. You ready to move to ninety nine, Chris? Yep. All righty, ninety nine. This guy is a very famous player because sadly he was the number one draft pick. In the draft, when Jason Tatum was right behind him, Mark Hill Fultz is number 99. Chris, what do you think about Mark Hill Fultz? <clears throat> Definitely one of those players who everybody wanted as quick to call a bust. But yes. I definitely differ on that because mm-hmm. he has such potential, such high upside going into the draft, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that the main reason why he is touted the way he's touted is because of the fact that he was just drafted to Philly. That's not a great starting point for guards, especially if you're going number one. Because, you know, yeah. he was supposed he was supposed to complete the process. You have Ben Simmons already, you had Joel Embiid. He's supposed to be the next piece, and everybody has high praise and high hopes for him. And it, maybe it was just too much. He's, it, the one thing that I would say that it might just be is just mental toughness is what that might is what he might have been lacking. Because mm-hmm. being in Philly, especially with the fandom there, you have to be mentally tough. And I think that might be a reason, not to go off on a tangent, but that might be a reason why Ben Simmons is underperforming as well right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's just not mentally tough enough to deal with the city of Philly. Um, now, back to Markel Fultz. I mean, like, remember he changed his shot. His form was ugly and everything like that. Yes. He constantly had people breathing down his neck talking about this. I mean, that's not really healthy, especially mentally. So I think it was just his mental toughness was not prepared to for the city of Philly. If he would have went anywhere else, maybe even later on in the draft, mm-hmm. then I think that we will be talking about Markel Fultz differently than we are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. I... um. This guy is chilling around 12 points per game. Five assists, which is really nice. We love to see somebody five or six assists. Definitely helping other players, helping his teammates. Uh, Three-point percentage is nothing. To... Wow, that's impressive. You know what I mean? It's all high uh, 200s. But this guy is really good at being in the pick and roll, attacking the rim, finishing at the basket, and making good passes. Yeah. So that's what he is right now. If we see more shot development, he'll move up the list. But that's why he's chilling at 99. All right, Chris, are you ready? Yeah. All righty. So we are going to move it to number 98. One of my more favorite players on the list. He was in a previous podcast. I thought he could win most improved of the year this year. Jonathan Isaac. What do you think about Jonathan Isaac, Chris? Another magic player, another magic player with the high upside. They've, they've done pretty good getting those players back from other teams. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he has a lot of potential. Um, yes. He's athletic. He's long, mm-hmm. lanky. So, like, he's going to be he's a great, you know, he could possibly be a great defender. Um, he's already a pretty decent defender as is. Um, he's also yes. not too bad. Um when it comes to scoring, I mean, he has a pretty decent three-point shot, better than what you probably would expect from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, it's just one of those players with a high upside, high potential. So just can't wait to see what happens coming up. Yeah. And maybe he'll move up this list. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. We always want to see growth here. Yeah. We love growth. Um, so yeah, this guy sadly didn't play last year due to a knee injury, which 
it's nice to see him back on the court next year. Definitely looking forward to see what he's going to be. He was chilling around 12 points per game, uh, 2.3 blocks and 1.6 steals, which is a great example of how good he is at defense. 6.8 rebounds. You're right, he's shooting mid-30s, uh, three-point percentage-wise. But what he really is is six foot eleven, athletic, and shows flashes of being able to create off the dribble, ISO moves, mid-range moves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of player that can develop into a scorer. And it's just we're gonna have to see what it what it is next year. And I'm really excited to see what it is. I think he's definitely deserving of where he is at in this this list. So yeah, we have Jonathan Isaac, number 98. Chris, do you have anything else about him that you want to say? Nope. All righty, we're gonna keep it moving here. Number 97 is Evan Mobley, really special center. Uh, drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, seven-footer from USC. Chris, what do you think about Evan Mobley? Another Cavs guy, another bright spot for the Cavaliers going into the next season, um, for yes. sure. Just uh, definitely a bit a big that we needed um, on the court. Um, you know, he can stretch the floor a little bit. You know, I mean, he's a mm. pretty decent defender. Um, he's definitely going to bring something to the Cavs that we've been missing for a little bit. Um, yeah. especially since, you know, Kevin Love is taking several steps back. So we definitely yes, need, yes. um, definitely need to fill that spot, you know, cause he's, I mean, I would start Evan Mobley over Kevin Love. Yeah. I completely agree with you with that. Um, yeah, he was showing around 16.4 points, 8.7 rebounds, 2.4 assists, nothing crazy. Uh, field goal percentage was really high, 57.8%. What this guy really is, though, is a really special athlete with seven-footer size. You know what I mean? Shows flashes of being able to create off the dribbles, the flashes of mid-range, flashes of being able to post. So, But what I think he's going to do right away in the NBA, which is going to be special, is a perfect fit as the role man. Because he can hit a mid-range shot, he can pop, or he can be a very great lob threat. Mm -hmm. So day one, he's probably going to be... 12 points, eight rebounds. He's a phenomenal defender. He has the potential to be Rudy Gobert-like. So he could be year one, 12, eight, and two, right? That's pretty solid. So um, that's what, what we're definitely thinking here with Evan Mobley. He's a really special rookie, and we're definitely excited to see what he's going to be next year. Do you have anything else you want to say about Evan Mobley? Nope. All righty. We're going to head into another rookie here at 96. Jonathan Kuminga, this guy went a little bit of a different route. He didn't go to college. He went, played for the G League at 19 with uh, Jalen Green. Uh, this guy is a really, really lanky six foot seven small forward. I definitely talked about him a lot in the draft talk. So, yeah, Chris, who do you think? What do you think about Jonathan Kuminga? Mm, definitely one of those really special. The, the Golden State Warriors really still had to steal the draft with Jonathan Kuminga. Yes. Um, yes. He's in the perfect situation. I mean, he wasn't a great three-point shooter, but being surrounded mm-hmm. by such great three-point shooters, of course, they're going to rub off on him. You know what I mean? Yes. So now you're going to improve this guy. He's already a quality defender. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he is. it's definitely, definitely, definitely something to watch out for next season as well. Yeah. I think you pointed it right. His three-point percentage is not good. It's like in the 20s. Um but what he is really good at is, you know, putting pressure on the rim day one. He's a very athletic six foot seven. 
And it shows flashes of being able to create from the mid-range and off the dribble and pose. So he's going to put a lot of pressure at the rim day one. He's going to be a really good role guy for the Golden State Warriors, in my opinion. I think he'll be um, in the rotation. So, yeah, definitely really excited to see what Jonathan Kaminga is going to do next year for the Golden State Warriors. And, yeah, we have him in 96. You ready to kick the can at number 95? Yeah. All righty. Number 95 is the number one overall pick in the draft. Wow. Cade Cunningham. All right, Chris, what do you think about Cade Cunningham? I think that, you know, for Cade, you know, going number one to Detroit, um, I think that's a great fit for him because they're looking for their franchise. So he'll have a lot of yes. touches, a lot of good good minutes so that he'll get a chance to read the defense and um, learn the offense and learn the offensive scheme. But one thing about Cade Cunningham, even by watching his highlights, is that he wasn't really touted as maybe a – phenomenal score he was really touted for like his passing ability his vision on the court but he was he dropped like 22 points in summer league and so like he's showing you know the world that he's not just uh, um a great passer he can also score at a high level as well yeah i think that uh kate cunningham has really good numbers in college 40 percent from the three-point line 20 points per game 3.5 assists Six rebounds, but what he is is going to be really efficient, right? Mm-hmm. Shoots well, size is going to help him finish at the rim. Good enough passer to be the point guard of the team and run the pick and roll, right? So he's going to have the ball opportunities, or right? Which means he's going to develop. He's going to have the ball in his hands all the time, unless they're crazy and they really put Kelly and Hayes at point guard. Yeah. Um, and so at, when he's doing that, he's going to develop and he's going to have really good numbers. Uh, Ricky, over the years, are going to be really close between him and Jalen Green. And uh, yeah, it's really going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun watching Cade Cunningham next year. So yeah, he's definitely deserving of 95. Yeah. <clears throat> All righty. Are you ready to kick it to number 94? Yeah. All right. Number 94 is the number two pick in the draft. But Jason's number one on the big board. Jalen Green. Oh, baby. Chris, what do you think about Jalen Green? Uber athlete. Phenomenal score. I mean, he's a tough shot maker. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely was a steal of the draft as well, along along with Kaminga and Kay Cunningham. Though, like, this draft was really special for for guards. You know, and they had some special guards. Jalen Green is one of them and high upside high potential i mean what you know like he has like so quick so fast so in jump so high i mean it's a super athletic super athlete i mean what i say it's an mm-hmm. uber athlete just yes it's crazy yeah i definitely agree with that he's shot creation ability from the three-point line which is ridiculous paired with that so this guy is super special. I wouldn't be surprised if he leads all rookies in scoring uh, or do something crazy like push 20 points a game, even the rookie year, because nobody else is going to... Who's taking the... I mean, is, is Houston really going to give John Wall the ball more than Jalen Green? No way. They're just going to let Jalen Green develop. So, um, yeah, this is what we have here. A lot of interesting rookies that we have at the back end of this list. Are you ready to move it along to 93? Yeah. 
All righty. So we have a guy who's been in the league for a long time, NBA champion, mover during free agency to a very good contending team. A little bit older. He's going to be 35 next season. Kyle Lowry. Mm. All right, Chris. Kyle Lowry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Kyle Lowry is one of the point guards I respect. Um, Yes. For sure. Um, He, what? I don't know what his number is, three-point shooting, but he's a great three-point shooter. He can play defense. I mean, he may not be as fast, but he has such a big frame that he's able to play defense and get in front of his man and stuff like that. Mm. He's one of those guards that, like, is an all-around guard, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he probably will take i mean i mean yes later on in his career of course but he might move move up this list because they're in the system that he's in and his position when his role is going to be extended especially for the miami he we might see him grow a little bit yeah i could see him uh putting up a season that deserves a higher ranking than where he's at on this list um i think you hit the nail on the head he is older so it's it's athletically fading um but he does have a bigger body, right? He is extremely good from the three-point line. Um, he has a very good knack for drawing charges, too. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, 7.3 assists, which is great. We love that. Um, shoots 87.5% from the free throw line. This guy is uh, just, you You got it exactly right. He's a model efficient you know, he would be a great fit in the 90s. He's he's a, he's a point guard that's very efficient. It, like John Stockton-ish, if he was a better passer, is the kind of efficiency I'm talking about here as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's you're right. Kyle Lowry is really great. Um, he's going to have a good role in the Miami Heat. I wouldn't be surprised if his scoring drops a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's chilling around 15, 14 points, but he's, like, very efficient. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a really good player, deserves to be on this list. So, yeah, we have him where we have him. All right, you ready to move it on to number 92, Chris? Yeah. All right, so we have a very unique center for the Portland Trailblazers, Yosef Nurchik, which is a very tough name. Chris, what do you think about Yosef Nurchik? Ah, man, okay. I think he's pretty, he fits the system of the Trailblazers pretty well. Um, He's, you know, he's defensive minded. I mean, that's going to go big for um, Chauncey Belbs going forward. Um, you're not yes. really looking at him to drop a lot of points, but he definitely does things on the court that you would love to have him on the court for. Um, yes. Especially on the defensive end. That's where he really shines. Um, mm. I'm not sure how many. I'm pretty sure he has a couple blocks on there. I mean, rebounding is probably, you know, b- better than normal, better than the average, um, of course. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree with you more. This guy is chilling anywhere from 11 to 17 points over the last four years. He's still on the younger side of things. He's 26. Um, shoots good well, well from the free throw line, at least recently, except last season. He was odd, 77%, 88%, and then last year was six, 61 mm-hmm. Uh You're right. He's, he does get good rebounds. He's also a very good passer. Which is unique. Um, 
but they kind of do need that because Dame's not the traditional point that's going to be, I'm going to distribute all the time, and nor is CJ like that. So having a center who's more skilled passing-wise is a perfect fit. Um, you're right, he's chilling around one to two blocks. Um, so yeah, this guy is not a good three-point shooter, but you know, you're definitely right. He has good presence. He's a seven-footer. He he can post. You know what I mean? He punishes other uh, undersized players too. If somebody's smaller guarding him, he'll post them. Uh, yeah, so I like this guy. He's a he's a good player on a good team. I feel like he's deserving where we have him. Yeah. <clears throat> All righty. This is going to be the end of the list for tonight. The last player is Spencer Dinwiddie, who just got the bag. So that's great. Yeah. All right. What do you think about Spencer Dinwiddie? Uh, yeah, he's. How about this? He's not the best, but mm-hmm. he's good for his position and he's worth the money that he was given, if that makes yes. any sense. I mean, from Brooklyn, we were able to see flashes of mm-hmm. possibly, you know, what he could become. And then I know that injuries kind of like derailed that a little bit. And then once they mm-hmm. signed Kyrie, then he got a um, less, I mean, less of a role on the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, what he's, he's a, He's a really good scorer. Yes. Um, so that's probably more than reason why we put him on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, last year was three games. He played only three games. Injury, you know, we can throw away last year. The year before last year is where things get interesting. He he pushed it to 20 points. Um he had six point eight assists. 3.5 rebounds, 77 for the free throw line, three point percentage was at 30%. This is a very underrated player. He can get to the basket and finish. He's a solid pick and roll player. He has some mid range game, creation off the dribble. He's just a very complete, he's 6'5, too, so his height at the point guard position is nice. You pair that with good passing ability and you get a very reliable. A, a plus um he's never probably going to be an all-star but he's one of those players that's below that mm-hmm. uh tier wise it's hard to think of a player that reminds me of him but he's he's one of those players this is just a very good basketball player um so yeah i i i definitely feel like he deserves that well and i feel like you described what you didn't literally well he also got drafted by the Cleveland cavaliers so fumbled the bag yeah we fumbled the bag by we, yeah. we we mean the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we yeah. let Joe Harris go when we needed shooting. I don't know how we put two plus two it equals five on that. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I guess that GM from the Pelicans has always been overrated. What's his name? David David Griffin. Griffin? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you let Joe Harris and Spencer Dinwiddie go. It's not looking good right now. No, <laughs> not at all. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So this is going to be the end of our short little segments. This is going to be a reoccurring theme. We're going to keep on breaking down the list. It's going to be interesting to see which players are ranked above which and who we have higher and what you guys think about it. So, yeah, this is going to be really fun and interesting. Nice little segment that we have here. So this is the end. Um, So, yeah, do you have anything else, Chris? No, not that I can think of. 
All righty. Well, we're on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Hitting that download button really helps us since we're still in the growing. Uh, we're definitely enjoying the fan interactions, getting to know if you guys want to DM us, reach out to us, and talk to us about basketball. We literally are addicted to basketball, so we'll talk to you about anything. It literally yeah. could just be like, what do you think about Brad Stevens as a GM in the Boston Celtics? Just terrible. Adding, <laughs> adding more guards to the team. You think Josh Richardson makes sense? No. I answer is no. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Chris. So yeah, I so yeah, this is where we're gonna cut it. So yeah, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the best poetics. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.